Happy Super Bowl Eve, Eve. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Friday, February 11, 2022, and this is episode number 416. I'm very undone. Roll through to a Friday and into the weekend. It is finally time for the the big game, as they say in advertising parlance, because they're too cheap to pay money to use the word Super Bowl. Fortunately for me, I'm not invested in just talking, so I can say the word Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Now, we don't have Super Bowl squares because that's illegal, but we have super big game in a bowl squares. We'll get to that. We're going to get to a lot of stuff. Two hours. Thanks for getting here. Oh. Had to burp. Man, Diet Coke and the coffee getting me early. Hope you had a good night last night. Uh, Hope you're having a good Friday. And for those of you at work, for those of you that aren't, lucky you. I'm over here at work. Okay, this isn't really a job. That's that's kind of stretching it a little bit. It's a Twitch-only Friday. It's a fancy Friday. It's a $5 Friday. It's a fuck it Friday. I don't know. We got a lot of Friday stuff going on uh hashtag oh look there goes oliver good job buddy good job way to walk it's amazing the things we get excited about good job um i gotta be honest with you uh my friday's all jacked up normally i have like a lawn talk question i got nothing if you want lawn talk uh, all you gotta do is hashtag lawn talk in the uh let me get it ready here what the heck there we go just hashtag lawn talk and uh, I'll answer your question. No post in the discord. Yeah. When I go live on Twitch, for some reason, uh, it doesn't register. I don't know why. I don't know why it does that. But yeah, for some reason, when I go live on Twitch, it does not register uh, and post in the discord. I'll get that figured out. or Maybe I'll just have to do it manually. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, sorry about that, Matt. Um, all right, we got a lot to do. I've got a lot of fun stuff today. So it's not your typical, here's your topics, here's your slides. Uh, pretty laid back Friday. Um, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A loosey goosey Friday edition of the program. No headlines today. Don't we, because we haven't figured out yet how to do greatest deckhead in the history of the world. We don't have that. Just a bunch of topics that I'm excited to tell you about. And if you have lawn talk, ask those. And if you want to just talk about anything, bring it up, chat. Let's do it. Okay. Now, 
Um, we do have the big game coming up. And I wanted to, last year during the show, what the heck? Last year during the show, we had squares. And so I, I wanted to do that again this year. So let's get that out of the way first. If you want in on the squares, all you got to do is email Jen at buryondeck.com. We have already filled up one board. So we've already moved 100 squares for the super big game in a bowl. And you can get in on those as well. All you have to do is email Jen at buryondeck.com and she will get you in. She will send you the info. You will send her the money via PayPal or uh, uh, um, uh, what's the other uh, Venmo or Zelle or uh, Western Union, uh, Wells Fargo Stagecoach. Maybe you attach a $20 bill to a pigeon's foot and have that pigeon fly to her house. However you do it and however you pay her is how she's going to pay you. What's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweet thing. Thank you for being here. Um, So get in on the squares. They're $5 each. I make no money off of this. Jen makes no money off of this. This is all for fun. This is not a profit thing. This is don't do it because you think, well, I'm supporting the show. I mean, do it because we like the participation. But this is just your chance to have some skin in the game and have some uh, a, a extra rooting interest, if you will. Five bucks a square, $125 payout per quarter. It's invite only, but that's just because it, it helps us keep it organized. It's all done online, literally all online. So you don't need a piece of paper or none of that stuff. You just need your phone and uh, a working internet connections, which some of you I don't think have. Uh, so the uh, there's an argument going down i think i think uh clarence is upset that he felt like he was first in the chat but clarence buddy i hate to do this to you uh, let me somebody that said yeah you're not first in the chat it only shows you uh there you go todd said you weren't first twitch only shows you the chat starting from when you join it doesn't show you from the beginning and that is true, Clarence, unfortunately. Yeah, Shelby was first in the chat today. According to my uh, thing. Well, not thing, but uh, anyways, email Jen at deck.com and uh, she'll get you in on the squares now. Hold on here. This is going to be kind of convoluted and weird looking, but I just wanted to do this so you guys can see, or so Clarence can see. So this is my whole screen. Ignore everything over there, over there. Just look below here. This is the chat. Actually, you know what? Let's just do this. I can make this a lot easier. I can I can do Nope, that's the rundown. What the hell? There we go. So this is the chat, uh, Clarence. And if I go back to page one, you can see. Well, you can't really see. I wonder if I scroll up. Let's see here. There we go. So Shelby was the first. You, you don't see her message below that yay, but that yay was the second message. Okay. So calm down. You weren't even first. You got beat by Shelby, Matt, Todd, Jared, Alex, and Joel. And then Cece was in. So you weren't, you weren't, it wasn't even really close, buddy. It wasn't like you weren't even, you couldn't even come in and yell fifth. I had to be the one to... Hey, but let's get the rest of the chat going. Shelby was here. Uh, Matt Poche, uh, one of our moderators. Todd, the show. What's up, Todd? Jared and Alex and Joel Hernandez. Clarence, what's up, guys? Uh, Queen V Spice, CC. 
Jen is here. Jen, you, thank you. I, Jen, I've got Jen running ragged on these Super Bowl squares. She's trying to keep up with it all, but I appreciate it. Uh, H-Town Badger, what's up? And uh, Joe Pro, Alan, and who else? Who else? Let me get over to the first page. Steven the Weather Guy, what's up, Uzi? Mimi, what's up, memesters? Joe Pro is here, actually listening live for a change. He's been busy uh, being a productive member of society. My sweet, sweet Donna is here. Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch, you. Uh, who else there? Chrissy, we got earlier. What's up, girl? Dandy Dan. And I think we're good. <laughs> Joe Pro says, somebody say fifth. Okay, I'll pour a drink. I'll drink with you, Joe Pro. Let's do a shot. Uh, Flip said I owed him two shots because it's Granado's birthday. Is it really Granado's birthday today, by the way, for those of you in H-Town that know what's going on? Is it really, uh, really Granado's birthday? Well, happy birthday, John Granado. The Godfather. The godfather of Houston Sports Talk Radio. Although I think, um, uh, who was the first? It was Martini and Edmonds. She would be, I guess she would be the godmother and he would be the god, whatever. Listen, this is for you, chat. This is for all you damn dirty deckheads. This is for you, Flip. This is for you. Uh, what's up, Walt? This is for everybody. Have a great weekend. Good golf. Good. Okay, we don't steal around here. Cheers. I love you all. Thank you. Amen. Peace. Audi 5000. I'm Ghost. I don't know. I'm just throwing out rap cliches now. Here we go. Man, we're halfway almost through this bottle already. Got a little bit of a drinking problem, folks. Uh, appreciate you, H-Town Badger. Uh, all right. Got to say thank you to the $5 Fridays that sent in. Uh, as you guys know, I forget who it was. Keith Sager that started sending five dollars for Lawn Talk every Friday. By by the way, again, it's so weird to try to do that. It's like, uh, no, uh, did I get it? No, uh, ah, uh, fuck. Anyways, Keith started sending in five dollars on Fridays for Lawn Talk, and then. Others followed. I forget somebody named it and it became a thing. And I appreciate it more than anything because it does allow me to have some breathing room to keep the show going. That and the Patreon. The Patreon is huge. If you if you really want to support the show, uh, definitely consider joining in the Patreon if you're not already. Because that, every month I'm like, okay, I can pay a couple bills and keep this going and buy what we need to, buy prizes or, you know, all that. So uh, it's definitely appreciated, uh, all of it. But I got to say thank you to all the $5 Fridays on the list. Sylvia sent a $5 Friday. CC sent a $5 Friday. My sweet, sweet Donna sent a $10 $5 Friday. Alex Villanueva on PayPal sent a $10 $5 Friday, as he always does with a message, as he always does. And the message was, great to have you back this week. No more long off days. Okay. JK, I'm happy to be here. Keep this train rolling. Let's go. Uh, appreciate you, buddy. As always, thank you for your kind words. Uh, you don't have a drinking problem until you run out. Mimi gets it. Mimi gets it. This is actually pretty good. I don't know if this is a fancy, but this is really good shooting bourbon. Like really good. Very smooth. I like it. What's up, Fidel? I'm glad you made it, buddy. Uh, good morning, Stephen Luther. How are you? What's up, Perry? Swing juice. CC, is you drinking again, boo-boo? Yo, I can't even tell you. Jen's going to get mad at me for telling you this. She is so excited about being able to drink on Sunday. She hasn't drank in a month. She's like, this. she's out here fucking, she's like a prisoner 
on the wall. She's like, I got two days left until early release. She's so excited. So I'm I'm happy for Jen. She can get her mommy juice. Her good, good juice. Make her feel good. Uh, all right, Joe Pro's got a long talk question. Let's get that out of the way. And then we're gonna talk some we're gonna talk some super big game in a bowl. I've got the cool thing is. I wanted to do something a little different. Last year, we did a recipe swap, which was a goddamn disaster. You had D-Mata out here using Tony Satchery's on pre-made Hill Country Fair fajita meat. Uh, it, was, it was awful. Uh, I made entirely too much food, and then everybody's connection was ass, and people froze on camera, and it was just a whole thing. So this year, I said, you know what? I know at least three experts in the cooking room. And I know two experts in the bartending room. Well, more than that, but so I reached out to some of the deckheads and I reached out to some of the famous uh, folks in the food business that I know. And I have recipes for you. So I showed you yesterday. Uh, Kobo sent over a boudin jalapeno popper recipe. We'll review that again. But my buddy Machete over at Gordo Nino sent in a couple of recipes for you. Um, Rob, uh, so smoking gooder show and bullhorn barbecue sent in a recipe. And then I've got drink recipes for you. Oh yeah. Y'all know we love our alcohol in this show. So I tapped into our damn dirty deckhead bartenders, Justin Swinford and Mark G and they sent in some recipes for you guys to make and potentially enjoy on the, on Sunday. So we've got you all covered. We're going to get to all that. I promise. Okay. I promise. Here's Joe Pro's long talk question. Hashtag long talk. It's an absolutely beautiful day. Y'all do something outdoors. I know. I wish I could, dude. I. That's not a question. You just wanted me to read that. I, I wish I could. I really do wish I could go outside and do some lawn work. But I, I'm here till one. I go shower and get my clothes ready and last minute touch ups on the script. Drive down to the TV station, there by three, shoot for two and a half hours. I have a comedy gig tonight, so I'll go eat, go to the gig, come home. It'll be 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Nora will be asleep, and I will just sit on the couch and probably eat ice cream and complain about being fat, but make poor decisions anyways. There's my Friday. And then tomorrow, I'll wake up, and I will work on Super Bowl stuff all day. Uh, probably ignoring my wife, unfortunately, and then she will watch Ozark without me, and then we will have dinner together, and she will go to sleep, and I will stay up till four in the morning, and then uh, Sunday I'll get up, and there you go. It's a whole mess. <laughs> hey, how about you kiss my ass, Fidel? Barry's going to shower today. Bitch, I showered yesterday, and yeah, I'm showering today. Okay. CC said hashtag no long talk. I asked y'all to play golf with me, but no. CC, I really want to play golf with you. Like, I really, really do. Can you, we please find a Saturday that I'm free and link up? Let's all go play golf. All the golfers. Where are you at? I want to go. We got to get Westling in on this. Westling's a golfer. But I would love to do that. I didn't get an invite, by the way. You guys got invited. I didn't get an invite. So it's whatever. Uh, so it's whatever. Uh, all right, let's see. You got to make a video of you making the recipes, Steven said. I'm probably not going to make all these. We got a lot of shit. In fact, let's just get to one right now. Let's, boy, that shot hit me. It's early and I haven't eaten. Man, 
I'm, I'm weak nut. All right, let's do... Uh, so, as you know, yesterday I showed you guys one of these recipes for super big game and a bowl Sunday. This was courtesy of uh, my boy Raul Jacobo out at Cobo's Q. These are boudin jalapeno poppers. All you got to... It's super easy to make. Just split and DC the jalapeno or a bunch of them in half. Mix some cream tree, cheese and... Oh, boy. Shredded cheddar and boudin. Take the boudin out of the casing, you animal. Put it all in a bowl. Mix it together. Add some brown sugar to your preference. Wrap the peppers with thick-cut bacon. Now, obviously, you got to stuff the peppers. Wrap them with bacon. Put some coarse black pepper on the bacon. Smoke it at 250 for about 40 minutes. Wah! See, this one I probably won't make because, one, I got to go buy boudin, and I, I won't. And, two, I won't go buy boudin. But this looks so good. If somebody makes this, would you please let me know how good it is? Because this shit looks amazing. All right, so that's one. Now, I also reached out to my buddy, uh, Chef Machete, over at Gordo Nino's. And he sent me a couple of recipes as well. And the one that I highlighted, because, you know, it's the Super Bowl and everybody eats wings. Matt's going to make it. Please, Matt, please do. And share with me on Sunday how good it is. Because those fucking, they look so good. Uh, but but uh, Chef Machete sent me in this recipe. What's up, Sean? Sean said I feel dirty being on Twitch. Like, I should be in my mom's basement playing video games. No, fam. There's adults over here, Sean. Get your shit together, buddy. All right, here's Gordo Nino's sweet and spicy Coca-Cola wings. Yo, this, this sounds pretty good. So here's the ingredients for the wings. Four pounds of chicken wings, drumettes, and flats separated. Three tablespoons of olive oil, kosher salt, and black pepper. That's the first thing that you need. For the sauce, you need one and a half cups of Coca-Cola. Three quarters cup dark brown sugar, which you're going to need uh, elsewhere. So just keep it handy. Two thirds a cup of tomato paste. Five garlic cloves. A third a cup red pepper hot sauce. Either cayenne or Tabasco. One tablespoon of smoked Spanish paprika. I don't know. I didn't know there was a difference in paprika. Excuse me. And then one teaspoon of kosher salt. Next thing. Here's what you do. Preheat the oven to 400. Top two baking sheets with a metal rack. What? You can use the same kind you use to cool cakes. Line a third baking sheet with foil. Remove the chicken wings from the package and pat them very dry with a paper towel. Toss in a bowl with olive oil and generously season with kosher salt, black pepper, then arrange on the prepared baking sheet, allowing at least one inch between each piece of chicken on all sides. All right, next up, bake for 45 minutes to one hour or until crisp and golden brown. You can turn the broiler on for the last three to five minutes to give them even more color if desired. Next thing you're going to do, here's how you make the sauce. Uh, Shelby said, yeah, I'm making these. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of I dig this idea because it's something different. But she said, combine the Coke, brown sugar, tomato paste, and garlic in a medium saucepan over high heat. Bring to a boil, uh, then lower heat to a simmer. Whisk in hot sauce, paprika, and salt. Let simmer for five to ten minutes. Whisking occasionally until the sauce thickens. Taste and adjust seasoning with additional salt or hot sauce as desired. So if you want it spicier, like my Mexican wife would, spice it up. I feel like Nora would be like, "We just need to put. I just need to put like my heel in it, or, or you know, dip a toe." Mexican toes are spicy, so she's going to put her toe in it. 
Okay. Uh, once the chicken is ready, remove from the oven and use tongs to roll each piece in the sauce, then place on the prepared foil-lined baking sheet. Lower your oven to 350, bake for seven minutes to set the glaze, serve immediately with additional sauce on the side for dipping. Now, yours truly is going to use some ranch on it, but oh my God. Steven says this recipe sounds good, but it's too too much words. What are you fucking? You got a word limit, Steven? You simpleton son of a... What you, uh, there's too many words. I can't deal with words. So many words. Keep it simple. Chicken, bake, 350. Thor likes salt. Oh, stupid ass Steven. <sighs> Oh, Clarence makes Dr. Pepper ribs. Oh, that sounds good, too. <laughs> Steven said, okay, Mr. I don't read. Bitch, I'll listen to my books because I'm efficient. Kind of stupid, but also efficient. Uh, anyways, so I know you guys are like, man, I want to make the boudin jalapeno poppers. Or I want to make the Coca-Cola. What do we call them? Uh, sounds amazing. Coca-Cola sweet and spicy wings. So don't try to make the gumbo. Then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. And, and I want to encourage you all. If you haven't already go follow me on Instagram, it'll pop up over here. There's the TikTok. There it is. Barry on deck on Instagram. Go follow me on Instagram. I'm going to post all of these, all of these recipes that I'm going over with you. I'm going to post them all on the gram for you. So we'll have Kobo's uh, Boudin Jalapeno Poppers. We're going to have Gordo's Nino's uh, Sweet and Spicy Coca-Cola Wings. He also sent me a recipe, which I probably will make. Uh, let me look it up here. Hey, by the way, what's up to Chris Reyes, Titan Hugo, Eric Resendez over on the Podbean? We got four folks listening, three actively participating. I do it for you guys. That's it. Uh, I the whole thing going for three people. Potch said did Raul give you amounts to use for the poppers he did not I think it's really just a get you a block of like well let's go back to the to the where's it where is it at here it is so it's really more of like okay you got cream cheese just buy a cube of cream cheese you know what I mean like uh shredded cheddar probably buy one of those bags from HEB and just put it in until you feel good about it I'm a, I like cheese. I'm a cheesy dude. And then the boudin, obviously, just get you a thing of boudin. Yeah. That's the beauty of cooking, though, right? I mean, some of this stuff, yeah, you follow to the letter, but some of it's like, well, are you a, are you a cream cheese fan? Then do a block and a half. Are you a boudin guy? Add some extras. So I think the big thing is, is just how long to bake it and not overcook it. Uh, Jared said, I'm headed to Podbean. Don't want you doing away with it. No, 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 buddy. It's not going away just because there's only three people there. Don't worry. That's not, uh, trust me, Podbean is like for the, for the people. It's, it's not a, um, trying to sell, you know, oh, we need advertisers. So we need numbers. So please don't, don't go out of your way to go over there for no reason. What's up? Real, real. Good to see you, Lisa. Boy, that shot has really got me. Clarence is in his feels. Clarence is like how he has a guy in the kitchen all the time, but didn't ask me. 
I'll be honest, Clarence, I just went to guys that own restaurants. I mean, if you owned a restaurant, I probably would have asked you. See, Clarence, what it is is the way this works behind the scenes where you don't break the fourth wall and tell everybody that's watching the goddamn show is that, hey, when you send me a recipe, I get to promote your restaurant on the show at the same time and on social media, so it's a win-win. What are you promoting, Clarence? What restaurant would we be promoting for your recipe? Now, the drinks is different. We just went to bartenders. But the recipes, I went to three dudes that either own restaurant, own restaurants, or... uh have a barbecue team that, that dude Rob spends a shit ton of money on that barbecue team. So, anyways, that's the goddamn point. Clarence, get out of your fucking fields. Man up. All right, here was Rob's bullhornbarbecue.com Buffalo Ranch Chicken. This also sounds really good, by the way. Todd the show says is he talking about Raul. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Todd. I love Clarence. Clarence is my dude. We've been we've been boys for a hot second, but I just I think a time for sensitive people today. <laughs> Although I will say, if you have questions about the recipes, Clarence is your guy for sure. Hit him up. Uh, all right. BullhornBarbecue.com Buffalo Ranch Chicken. This sounds good. Go to H-E-P. H-E-P? Okay. God damn it. No more shots, people. I am. Why am I feeling one shot? So I need to eat. It's only 1130. Oh, wow. We got to do a TV show today. I'm so, I'm in so much trouble. Clarence said I have no feels. <laughs> true, true. Uh, Cherry said I'm here for the, the drink recipes. What's up, Cherry? Okay, here's your bullhorn, barbecue.com, bullhorn tailgaters, so smoking gutter show. It's Rob. It's Rob. He's a deckhead. Uh, this is a buffalo. Buffalo? This is a buffalo. Okay, I fucking left the O off. Buffalo. <sighs> Jen also reminded me that I spelled squares wrong on my Instagram post, which is not a spelling mistake. It's a typo. There's a big difference between the two. Uh, go to HEB, get a cooked rotisserie chicken, which are really good, by the way. If you've never had HEB's rotisserie chickens, very good. Don't get lemon pepper, though, for this. Just get, like, the regular plain-ass rotisserie chicken. Or smoke a whole chicken if that's what you do. But you want to take a whole chicken and either do it pulled or shredded. And I, I'll be honest, I don't know the difference. Clarence, you're a chef. What's the difference between pulled and shredded? Uh, so you're going to take that one pack, eight ounces of room temperature cream cheese, a half a cup of buffalo wing sauce. H-E-B brand is good. Maybe you combine these recipes and do Chef Machete's Coca-Cola wing sauce along with this. Then you add a half a cup of ranch dressing. Yeah, maybe don't do that. It probably won't be that good. Uh, optionally, add a half a cup of blue cheese crumbles. Combine all of the ingredients in a large bowl and mix well together. Put it in a baking dish at 325 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes until done. See, this seems kind of easy, right? Now, here's what I would do that would probably make this not as good. But this is like the, you know, it's either shredded or pulled, right? So it's going to be uh, easy to do. 
I would uh, I would probably take this recipe that Rob has here, kind enough to send over. Thank you, Rob. Uh, and I would make this because this sounds really good, right? But then I would get those H E B butter tortillas, <laughs> and I would I would warm those up on the on the the stove top. Just turn the gas on, put them on, burn, burn, good to go. And then take that from Rob's recipe and put it in one of them butter tortillas. <sighs> I'd show that shit my old face. I'm not gonna lie. That would probably have me orgasmic. That sounds really good. All right, so there's your three recipes. Thank you so much to Raul Jacobo over at Kobo's Q. Thank you to Rob at So Smoking Gooder Show. Look it up online. Also, Bullhorn uh, Barbecue, bullhornbarbecue.com. And my homie, my ace, my dude, Chef Machete over at Gordo Nino's, which is located, where the hell? Oh, hold on. I got to get you. Gordo Nino's. By the way, shout out Shelby was out at Gordo Nino's the other day. He said they have a new burger out, which I want to get to. Um... 1419 NASA Road 1 in Houston. 1419 NASA Road 1 in Houston. It is Gordo Nino's, and apparently they have a new burger, and I would love to try it. Uh, Matt said, go to Costco and get the, the chicken. It's five bucks. Chicken prices went up. I saw a story on uh, ABC 13 last night, and like bacon is now $7 a pound. Why are pigs so more so much more expensive now? That don't make no sense. Why are pigs more expensive? Bacon shouldn't be going up in price. <laughs> Everything's going up though. Like bacon's almost seven bucks a pound. Milk, bread, gas has gone up. Don't make no damn sense. Don't make no damn sense. Um <laughs> Jumper said, I have a drink recipe for Stephen the Weather Guy. Open bottle, pour whiskey in glass. Done. I mean, I guess that would work. I guess you could do that. I know, Donna, everything is more expensive. We are literally in the middle of, uh, what's it called? Inflation. It sucks. No, pay ain't going up to match. That's for damn sure. You're right, House. Everything's getting more expensive except pay. Now, I will say, eventually everything balances itself out. I think they said the prices are going up. They haven't, we haven't seen inflation like this since 82. So. Uh, the Real Real said, for me, it sounds like your peas are a popping. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't use that screen on here. Just because I try to keep this thing out of the way. So sometimes if I get this too close to my mouth, it'll pop. So that's my bad. I try to I try to project over the mic, but not too much. It's, it's a fine line, Lisa. If I'm here and I say a P, it pops. But if I'm here and I say a P, it doesn't pop. So it's a very fine line between the two, popping like pokey. All right. Uh, Walt said, I never look at prices on food and fuel. Oh, well, excuse us, Walt. Um. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Uh, inflation is a real thing. It really is, Joe Bro. It really is. Gas is super expensive when you spray 20 gallons on the ground. <sighs> hey. 
hate you so much. Hate you so much for that. All right, let's get to the drink recipes I have for you. Uh, and then we're going to do, we'll talk some sports. We're going to re- we're gonna rehash the slide I made for your for 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 the matchup, which is just the statistical analysis, and then I'm gonna tell you guys about some of the wagers I've made online. You can tell me if I'm crazy. Walt will probably tell you I'm crazy. Uh, a few others will probably tell you I'm crazy, but I already got three wagers in, and I'll I'll pull those up. Bovada, I use Bovada. No, not an endorsement. Uh, but it's who I use. Why can I log in? Oh, there we go. So I've got three wagers in already. Legally, of course. Just for fun. And I will share those with you. And you guys can tell me what a moron I am. I really like one of these. I really think one of these is going to be uh, for sure. I'm not confident about the other two. But I'm pretty confident about one. What's up, Ray? So he said, what's up, decades? Uh, Ray, I'm already loopy today because I didn't eat. But look at that, man. I'm, I'm getting through it now. I mean, daddy ain't fucking around. Uh, Heartthrob said, I used to use Bovada. Been using BetUS lately. I've had better payouts. Okay. I don't ever really do the payouts. I just play until I lose. Uh, all right, let's go, let's do these drinks. I got I tapped into two of our bartender experts, Justin Swinford and Mark G. And again, all of these recipes that I'm giving you, all of these things, these are not competitions. These are just, you know, if one strikes your fancy, make it. What I want to know, though, is on Sunday when you and I are watching the game together, tell me, hey, Barry, I made X recipe, drink or food, and it's amazing. If it sucks, I mean, kind of keep it to yourself because that's kind of a jerk thing to be like, these fucking suck. Excuse me. Uh, I mean, you could tell me, but. I probably won't read your message. Uh, <laughs> so, again, there's the food recipes. Now, the drink recipes. I, I I hit up, or I had Jen. Jen hit up Justin Swinford, Swinny Pooh, and Mark G, the Bears idiot. And uh, they're both really good at their craft. They're both bartenders. And so they sent in recipes for you guys, you guys, to make and try on your own. And I will probably make at least two of these. For sure. For sure. What is this? Buster has been good. It's easy to get paid in Bitcoin and much faster. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Hey, there's a long talk question. Add it to the queue, truck driver Pookie. Add it to the queue. <laughs> All right. So here's your first drink recipe courtesy of Justin Swinford. <laughs> Uh, this is a maple old fashioned. Now I got to point out, Justin said he tried to have a little theme to this. Mark was just like, let's drink. Justin was like, I wanted to make a recipe for each that, that might better represent each team in the super game in a bowl, super big game in a bowl. What are we calling it? The Super big game in a bowl. So he tried to have a little more. I mean, this isn't like, oh, this is a skyline chili margarita or anything like that. Like this is a Skid Row homeless. What well, what you do to make this margarita? It's a it's a Skid Row margarita. You, you need to get the sock from a bum and you wring out his foot sweat, and then you put an olive in it, and then you 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 sprinkle some smog on top, and that is a Skid Row margarita. 
Uh, so it's not that, but it's kind of representative representative of the areas. Okay. So this is Justin's attempt at uh, maybe what might represent Cincinnati. And this is a maple old-fashioned. Two ounces of bourbon whiskey. Check. A quarter ounce of pure maple syrup two to three dashes of angostura bitters Ooh. pour all the ingredients in a mixing glass add ice stir all the ingredients around 30 rotations to melt the ice down a touch i don't know why a touch got its own line i was hurrying it last second strain into a glass over ice peel a fresh orange and squeeze it in half with the orange skin facing the drink see there's an art to this this is like very important there's an art to this. Uh, this drink is a favorite in the North because of the maple syrup. I mean, this I, I might make this. I, honest to God, I really might make this. Todd, no, you're the worst bartender ever. You have no, you have no class. You probably eat while you poop. Get out of here. All right, that was aggressive. Uh, I like this though. This is probably one of the ones I'll make. I think I have some maple syrup lying. I don't have bitters though. So I may have to stop at Specs tomorrow and pick up some bitters. Is there different flavors of bitters? I would love is Justin's not here right now. He's in Denver unpacking. He's moved. Good for him, chasing a dream. Uh, but I'm curious, is there like different kinds of bitters? Interesting. Uh, all right, the other recipe that, that Justin Swinford sent in for us that kind of leans more towards the L.A. side of things. And this is a jalapeno margarita. What? <laughs> All right, that was racist. Don't do that. My wife told me, stop doing that. Uh, take two ounces of Blanco tequila. He says, I use salsa silver. Okay. Uh, a half ounce of triple sec, which is an orange liqueur. One ounce of lime, fresh squeezed lime juice. A half ounce of agave syrup and one fresh jalapeno. Cut the jalapeno into wheel-shaped slices and remove the seeds. Add a few slices to the glass and muddle them into a, a mixing tin or cocktail shaker. Squish the jalapenos until they start to break into smaller chunks. Add all listed ingredients to the same mixing tin or cocktail and shake with ice Shake until the mixing tin is cold or about 25 hard shakes. It's important to shake well. The better you shake, the more the ingredients will mix fluently. Statin into a... I don't know what statin means. Pour into a salt-rimmed glass. Over, no, like salt. I don't like salt with the margarita. Uh, over ice and garnish with a lime wedge. This represents LA being both classic with a bit of, spi of a spicy side. I like it. I dig it. Who's making this? Come on. <laughs> Which one of you fancy sons of bitches is going to make a jalapeno margarita? I feel like somebody in here would make it. I feel like one of you guys might make it. I feel like VB. Virginia Buttonweed is fancy. I think Virginia Buttonmead button Buttonweed might make this. Um, all right. Here is your uh, last two drinks. These are from Mark G. So Mark G sent in a, his signature Bloody Mary. And in a pint glass, you take one and a half ounces of your favorite vodka, a half ounce of olive juice, a, spas a splash of Cholula, 
Chahua, what the, or your favorite hot sauce? Okay. Ice, dicks, or Zang's Bloody Mary mix? I'm a, I'm not a dicks guy. I don't even know what it is. I'm just going to tell you now. I'm probably not a dicks guy. Uh, and then add a few dashes of Zatarans. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Garnish with two olives, stir, and enjoy. So that is Mark G's signature margarita. Again, all of these recipes, all of these recipes, I'm going to put on a on a thing and put on my IG, probably tweet it out as well. So at Barry on Deck on Instagram, at Barry on Deck. There it is right there. It's over there. At Barry on Deck on Twitter, and uh, I'll be tweeting all these all these recipes from from uh, Chef Machete, from from Kobo, from uh, Rob at Bullhorn Barbecue, and then from Justin and Mark. All of these recipes are going out, so have no fear. Bloody Marys make me want to go to New Orleans. Can I can I confess something real quick? Uh oh, zoom out. I have never in my life. Ever had a Bloody Mary. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. I've never in my life had a Bloody Mary. It does not look good to me. I don't want one. It doesn't sound good. I don't think it would taste good. Tomato juice sounds disgusting. I have never, ever, ever in my life had a bloody mary and i don't feel like i'm missing out todd said not even in an airport no i haven't even sat in a bathroom with all the lights off and spun around 10 times yelling bloody mary and then opened my eyes and saw a drink appear in the mirror however it works i just i'm not a tomato guy i'm not a tomato juice guy v8 sounds disgusting shelby I finally found something I don't like about you. Well, I drink a V8 every day. Thank you, 130-year-old Shelby. What? Jesus. Awful. All right, and then the last recipe I have for you for drinks for this Sunday's big game in a bowl. Mark G's Cherry Limeade, although he's sending a screenshot of this, so I don't think this is his. But I think he probably makes these and vouchers for it and whatever. Uh, Mimi said, I've never had one. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you. Thank you. Never had the urge to try one, Perry said. Not my type of drink, said Fidel. Ice cold V8 is the bomb, said Tony the Stupid. Cece says she's having one right now. No thanks, fam. You guys are gross. But here's a cherry limeade ingredients. Two ounces of deep eddy lime vodka. Okay. Okay. A half ounce of simple syrup. A half ounce of lime juice and two strawberries. Muddle the two strawberries with simple syrup and a shaker. Add the deep eddy vodka and lime. Mix. Pour over ice. Serve. Enjoy. And get drunk. Yeah, that sounds like dangerous. This. (sighs) All right. I'm 100%. 100. H-U-N-N-E-R-D. 100% making that on Super Bowl. I'm writing this down as a matter of fact. Let's see. Like I don't have all the recipes and I'm not going to be the one that posts them on social media. Uh, I just wrote on my to-do list is get the 
Get the get the what's up, Dave? Alcoholic gazpacho. Amos says V8s are bad, but never wanted a bloody Mary either. Yeah, massive that's gonna get you jacked. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I would drink these like they're not alcohol in them and get alcohol poisoning. Cherry says that sounds delicious. Yeah, I know, right? It's dangerous. It's scary. So I got to stop and get some strawberries, lime juice, simple syrup, and some deep eddy lime vodka. All right, so I want to know, chat. I've introduced you to several things. We saw uh, Kobo's. I just real simple. The Boudin Jalapeno Poppers. The Sweet and Spicy Coca-Cola Wings. And the Buffalo Ranch Chicken. So, chat, of the three, which one do you think you're most likely to make? The Boudin Jalapeno Poppers. The Sweet and Spicy Coca-Cola Wings. Or the Buffalo Ranch Chicken. And and I just, I'm just curious to see where we're at on this. <laughs> What you guys are thinking uh, from a food perspective on those. Shelby said the wings. House said the boudin poppers. Cherry said boudin just sounds so fucking good right now. Right? Right? Uh, Truck driver Pookie said, are you making all the drink recipes on Sunday? Well, we've already established I'm not making a Bloody Mary. I might make the other three. Or I might have Nora make them. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be in the middle of doing a whole side cast. So I'm not just going to get up and leave and go make a drink. Although I might. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Philip Barnard said the boudin. Absolute win. But see, here's the thing about jalapenos. Like, I don't mind jalapenos. I really don't. I don't I don't mind them. I just... it. If they're the main focus, and I know there's boudin in them, but you're stuffing the jalapenos. If the jalapeno is the main focus of the meal, like poppers, I just don't like the the, the soured pickled flavor of a jalapeno. It's not the spice that bothers me. It's just the flavor of a jalapeno. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know. I just that's just me. I don't like it. Um Alex said chicken sausage fajitas for me on Sunday. So you're not making none of this? Jerk ass jerk. Fidel said the buffalo ranch chicken sounds the easiest. Yeah, right? You go and buy a, a, a already cooked chicken? Yeah. Uh, Cherry said then use fresh jalapenos. Yeah, that. Uh, but all of that. Just the taste of the flavor of a jalapeno. Yeah, the pickled jalapenos. Nora has like a whole big ass jar of pickled jalapenos. They're awful awful uh all right so of the drinks so we've established a lot of you well, it's, it's pretty diverse <laughs> tony said rob thinks we're rich and can afford a whole chicken so cut it in half get a half a recipe find a half a chicken Ooh, how said he's making the poppers and he has venison boudin that sounds pretty good actually dig that uh, Mimi's making the boudin. Never use pickled jalapenos for pippers. Well, okay. Well, first, yeah, I know what you meant. And I wouldn't do that. Well, I'm not stupid. I'm just saying in general, I just don't like jalapenos. I have shrimp Creole at my aunt's house, but I'm still making those wings. Bet. Bet. 
Bet. Oh, damn it. Joe Pro said I already had plans for seafood gumbo. So there. Damn it. <sighs> you suck. You suck. Uh, okay. So, so uh, drink wise, you guys down for one in particular? There's the maple old fashioned. I might do that. I really, uh, the jalapeno margarita, we just established. I don't like the flavor of jalapenos. I do like margaritas. So I might stick with the old fashioned. Uh, there's the Bloody Mary, which we've already established. I cannot stand. I know some of you love them, but I can't. So I won't be doing that. But I will. That was weird. I hit the wrong button and just wiped over that. That's weird. Uh, I will be doing the cherry limeade for sure. If I get shit-faced, super big game in a bowl Sunday, it's because I had too many cherry limeade alcoholic beverages. I wish I could make it a slush. That's I, I did that. I tried that once. I went and bought a slush from Sonic, and we put vodka in it. But the problem is the vodka melts the slush and just turns it into a liquid. So it kind of is counterproductive. Uh, what is this? Mimi's making the boudin. Walt said house dropped that addy. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Amos said, wrapped in bacon, the peppers flavor isn't that strong if you put it in the smoker. Okay. Okay. A whole chicken is like $6. Well, guess what? I'm not on air for $6 Saturday. It's $5 Friday, so I don't even have chicken money, Todd. Okay? Big dumb jerk. All right, I got to pee. Let's take a break. I got to pee. I'm going to play. We're going to sit on the corner and do some dope while I go pee. And then when we come back, we're going to talk some of the game. I have a fun thing I want to do with you guys. By the way, thank you to Rob. It's so smoking gooder. Thank you to Kobo at, at Kobo's Q. Thank you to Chef Machete at, at Gordo Nino's. Thank you to Justin Swinney Poo and Mark G for all the recipes. I really appreciate it. I'm going to get all these on social medias today or tomorrow. And you guys can go and make them and let me know what you think. But when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about the wagers that I have. On, uh, I've already made them. I've got three wagers right now, and then maybe we'll come up with a fourth one to do. But there was a really interesting post in an email I get. I, I've subscribed to The Athletic, and they send you a daily thing. And one of the things they talked about was the Mannings, and the Manning verse is going to be expanding from Monday Night Football into other things. So what I thought you and I would do, they kind of did it, but what I want to do with you and me in the next hour is let's come up with some alternatives, right? Like, for example, if we were going to sit down and watch the UFC, who should they pair up like Peyton and Eli to do a sidecast of the of a UFC fight? Maybe college football, NBA. We're going to discuss all that. Plus, we got a whole lot. We haven't even talked NFL Hall of Fame. We'll rehash the matchup in the Super Bowl on Sunday and so much more. All of that right after this break. Don't go anywhere. If you're watching on Twitch and you're new to the program, please click follow. It's super easy and free and everything else. Send me your lawn talk questions. We're back in five. Barry on deck. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Words. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner, corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed. Look at you. 
God damn it. Uh, I try not to eat on stream. But I, I'm too hungry. Now, these are the best. Best tortillas in the world. Period. It is uh, H-E-B's butter tortillas. And they're amazing. And I was like, you know what? That one shot really had me feeling some kind of way. So I was like, oh God, we got three tortillas left in the fridge. So if you have a gas uh, stovetop, super easy. You just throw, turn the fire on, put them over there. Warm them up, let them get brown. Good to go. All right, so let's talk some uh, super big game in a bowl while I smack these tortillas. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who the fuck is that guy? Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Uzi, I can't let this slide. <sighs> Steven, you're one of those dudes that eats while you grocery shop. You are the worst kind of person. I cannot stand people that eat while they grocery shop. Like, that's just, that's not okay. First of all, it's gross. No one wants to watch you eat. Second of all, like there's, there's, it, you ever watch somebody like get a box of cereal off the shelf and just open it and just start eating cereal while they're walking around? It's not okay. And this bullshit, you ever seen these nasty sons of bitches that go to the grapes and pull three or four grapes off and then put the thing back and then just walk off? You dirty bitch. You dirty, dirty, raggedy, nasty bitch. If you're going to pull three grapes off of a grape, you you own them grapes now. Oh, shit. Those are your grapes. I am triggered, Clarence. I'm triggered because it's gross. No other place. You don't get to, you don't like... Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down to the porn shop and shop for porn. You know what? Maybe I'll just jerk off while I'm figuring out what video I want. You don't do that. You don't. You don't. You don't fire off a few shots at the gun store. Not okay. Don't eat at the grocery store. You're gross, and people hate you, and you have no self control. Yeah, that too. I don't know if there's actual shit on produce. I mean, I'm sure there is. It's weird. Uh, my dad would eat grapes at the store. Joel, your dad is the worst kind of person. I'm sure he's a lovely man. Otherwise, worst kind of person. I cannot. That is just so disgusting. 
All right. No more eating. Okay, let's talk about my bets, my wagers on the big game in a bowl on Sunday. I have three wagers open. Uh, I had to pick a side. We talked yesterday about the game. Let me find my slide here just in case you're curious. These are some of the basic statistical uh, goings on between the two teams. Scoring about the same. Rams averaging about almost two points less. Giving up per game. Only only category in which the Bengals top the Rams statistically is rushing yards. Everywhere else, the Rams are better or equal. Rams are favored by three and a half. I think that, that moved up to four. And the over-under is 48. Or it was. So I really liked that three and a half. But the line moved up to four. Now, my reasoning for liking the Rams and giving the points is I think that these two teams are pretty pretty evenly matched offensively. They both have weapons. They both, I mean, obviously Cooper Cup, I think he won Offensive Player of the Year last night in the NFL Awards. By the way, shout out Aaron Rodgers for winning MVP. We kind of all figured that might happen. Jamar Chase won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, so the Rams have Cooper Cup. They have the Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, the Bengals have Jamar Chase. Um, so yeah, you've you've got the top two receivers in the NFL now, yards wise. Neither of these teams are adept and great at running the ball, but they have both of teams have weapons, right? So I think where it really comes down to me is that Rams defense versus that Bengals O line. That's to me. In 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 summary, if you have if you made me pick one thing, that's the difference in this game. It's the Rams defensive line. It's the Rams front four against the Bengals O line, and I I just I think that's a huge advantage Rams, and I think what that translates into is a lot more field goals and not touchdowns. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot more, but probably more field goals than touchdowns for the Bengals. I do think, however, if the Bengals are smart, and and I know that they're riding this high of Joe Burrow and they're riding the, you know, Joey Burr and cool as ice and all of that. And I no Rob, Skills Mills didn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year. This is a sham. Anyways. I think if I'm the Bengals, my game plan changes for this game a little bit. And here's the deal. Hear me out on this, right? So you know Joey Burrow. You know Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon is highly capable. I think he was sixth in rushing yards. I mean, we know that. But we also know that the Rams front four, specifically Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald, are going to get after you. Specifically against that porous and bad Bengals O-line. And, and Burrow has proved... It, his presence in the pocket and moving out of the pocket and feeling the blitz and the pressure and, and, and finding somebody in that time frame is he's good for a second year guy. He's really good at doing that. That's great. But if I'm the Bengals and I know Aaron Donald and Von Miller are absolutely 100% going to be keying on getting after Joey B in the pocket. And I know that they're probably going to take Ramsey. And just like they did with Mike Evans versus the Bucks, they're going to put Ramsey on Jamar Chase one-on-one on on an island 
and say, mano y mano, best on best, beat us. And we talked yesterday or the day before. Look, you only got to, if you're, if you're, if you're a receiver, you only have to, you only have to win one battle or two to get a touchdown or a big game chunk play. But if you're the DB, you've got to be perfect every time and you ride or die with Ramsey. At the end of the day, if I'm the Bengals, I don't throw the ball a lot, especially early and in the first half. I go out and I try to establish the run because you know Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to be keyed up to get upfield. I run a lot of draw plays, screen plays. Mixon is my focal point of the offense, especially in the first half. Now, if you got them, you know, if they pick up that tendency and maybe now they play a little more, um, they play back a little bit more, maybe they don't try to rush as much. But I'm telling you, I'm trying to run the ball as much as I can. I think it's the best way. I mean, you all, you if you're in, if you live in Houston, Texas, you knew this with JJ Watt. Best way to get at JJ Watt was run right at him. That's it. That's usually the case when you've got a dominant pass rusher. Now Aaron Donald's a little bit different than most, but I might run at Von Miller. He's a step slow and a day older. But I think if the Bengals want to have a legitimate shot, they need to go come out early and establish Joe Mixon. And lean on Joe Mixon. And Jamar Chase and the the pass. I mean, I'd go shotgun and do some RPO and make sure he gets the ball. I, I, like I said, I'm running screens and draws. Like, he's the focal point of the offense. And I think that's a one way that they can negate that, that, that pass rush of the Rams. So that being said, I do like the Rams. I do think they win. Uh, I think this game is pretty close. I think consensus was about four. If you look at the different odds, somewhere in the neighborhood of five to six is probably also realistic. The first wager that I made is I took the Rams. I gave three and a half. So when you're online, you can you can either take what they're, you know, the main bet, which is four or the main spread. You can money line the Bengals or the Rams or whatever you want. So I I didn't like the four. I'm a little nervous about the four. Uh, so I, instead I got the Rams and minus three and a half at minus one thirty-five. So that was my first wager. So I've given three and a half points. I'm not even, you know, value wise, it's not great, but I don't want to lose money. And I just, I don't know that the Bengals because of that defensive line and that O line to me, that's a big difference. I don't think this comes down to a last second field goal because of it. it may, they may get them close, but. I just feel like that defense, that Rams defense is about ready to explode and expose the Bengals. So that worries me. Uh, so I gave three and a half and uh, at minus 135 and took the Rams. My second wager was on the over-under. Didn't have a good feel for this, although I did the Laminator 5000, uh, which is my custom spreadsheet for wagering and uh and it, by the way, said I should take the Bengals and the points. But I, again, you know, you got to, don't always got to go by the numbers. But for the over-under, I did. My over-under estimate came in at, I did two different ones. I did regular season only for the averages in the formula. And then I did regular season and postseason. 
And one said 46 and one said 49. The over-under sits right now at 48 and a half. Game time! Thank you for the follow, my friend. I need to move that up. I don't know why that was so low like that. Appreciate you being here. So I, I took the Rams, gave the three and a half. I went ahead and took the over. Don't ask me why. I, I, this this is I, don't ask me why, but I, I took the over forty eight and a half. Um, both teams are scoring roughly twenty seven. I showed you that just a second ago, right? Both teams only given up eighteen and twenty, so they they're likely not going to get twenty seven each. I see it two ways. It's either final scores. Yay! Julian, thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. Appreciate that. Did I miss a raid or is there just folks showing up? Either way, thank you guys for being here, man. Thanks for uh, hanging out. Uh, so I see it either 25, 24-ish, right? Or maybe 24, 22, something like that. So that's what? 25, 24 is 49. That's an over. 24, 22 is 46. That's an under. Especially if it's at 48 and a half. And I don't know, but I feel like Joe Burrow's got something to prove. McPherson, the, the Bengals kicker, is is he's he's good at what he does. And I think if those Rams defense has their way and they're able to limit it, they're gonna force the Bengals to kick a lot of field goals, which I think they'll they'll do. I don't know why, to be honest with you, I took the over of 48 and a half. I'm I'm second guessing it, but these are two potent offenses. And and I'm a little weary of this Bengals defense against this Rams offense. If Matthew Stafford goes off and doesn't become playoff Matt, uh, Rams could put up some points. I mean, the Rams might go for 30, 35 on their own. So I took the over. I, I, I'm not confident in it. I'm not proud of it. Uh, tell me how stupid I am, chat. Tell me, tell me how dumb I am. Uh, hard job. Joey B can't afford another nine sack game. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a big part of this. That's a big part of this. Sean said, "Would it shock you if Stafford folds?" No, no, not at all. But I think you got to give you got to give credit where credit is due, right? Like you got to hold out for. Okay, he got this far, and and every step of the way, you kept expecting Matthew Stafford to be old Matthew Stafford, but. He hasn't. And maybe that has a lot to do with Sean McVay, right? I mean, maybe it has less to do with Matthew Stafford. I mean, in the, for example, in the case of Aaron Rodgers, for as great as he is year in and year out, it's Aaron Rodgers. So he's going to, he, he he's in control of what he does. But a guy like Matthew Stafford, you feel like sometimes maybe He's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. So coaching and and the play calling and the right situations and all of that matters more to a guy like Matthew Stafford who might be a little more volatile in the playoffs than the guy like Aaron Rodgers. So maybe now being with Sean McVay, maybe that's the difference. Because you can take Aaron Rodgers and probably put him with any head coach and they're going to be in the playoffs and win 10 to 12 games because it's Aaron Rodgers. guy like Matthew Stafford has the skill set. But I think he needs other pieces around him, and that includes on the field and coaching on the sidelines. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me, though, if he shits the bed. I don't think it would surprise anybody. Clarence said, I want the Bengals, but I want Eli Apple to get smoked like a brisket. Okay. Okay. Oh, Mimi. 
No shit. Mimi said that the the Simpsons predicted the Bengals. Well, it's a done deal. I just wasted my money. Just wasted my money. Yeah, see, Jen knows. Well, Bengals will win. That's it. It's crazy. People are doing Madden simulations and ESPN did their FPI thing. I, I think most people are riding with the Rams on this. But I don't think most people would be shocked if the Bengals won, it'll probably be on a last second field goal if they do. I don't know. We'll find out. So there's your uh there was your statistical breakdown between the two teams. Those were two of my wagers, right? So I took took the Rams, gave three and a half at minus 135. I got the over 48 and a half at minus 115, which is a bad value. And the last thing I did one prop bet so far, and I'll probably do some more between now and kickoff. But the one prop bet I have right now, just nothing crazy. I was like, let's just see what happens. I took five bucks. Like I said, daddy ain't rich. So I took five bucks and I threw it down on Aaron Donald for MVP of the Super Bowl. At plus 1,000. And I love those odds. Joey Burrow, sack nine times. The Bengals O-line looks like a colander that you drain spaghetti with. It's got so many holes. There's a lot of reasons to like Aaron Donald for MVP straight up. And he wasn't even the, he was, he had the fourth highest odds. It was Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Cooper Cup at plus 600, and then Aaron Donald at plus 1,000. The one I showed you yesterday that somebody liked was uh, OBJ at plus 2,800. I don't think if there's a Rams receiver that's going to get MVP, it's probably going to be Cooper Cup, not OBJ. Well, that's why you get the plus 2,800 because it's a longer shot. But the fact that you could turn five bucks into 50 on Aaron Donald to win MVP at plus 1,000 makes a ton of sense. Ton of sense. So if you have 50 bucks and you throw it down, you can win 500. But I like that bet. And that, if that happens, then I could cover my losses on giving up the points, taking the Rams and the over. So those are my three wagers. I The one I feel most, ex- that I like the most. The one I like the most is that Aaron Donald at plus 1,000 for MVP. I, I like that one. Oh, Flip said this, the Simpsons, or h Town Badger said the Simpsons prediction was a combination of video clips. Hashtag fake news. Okay. Probably put together by somebody in Cincinnati. Uh, Walt said, if it's high scoring, the Bengals is the side to be on. But is it going to be high scoring? Yeah, that's the other thing, Sean. If the if the receivers go crazy, it's harder. And like if Coop, like and then that's what I said when we were talking about uh, OBJ at plus twenty eight hundred getting MVP. If OBJ has a good enough game that warrants him being in consideration for MVP, well then that means Matthew Stafford had a game that would warrant consideration for MVP, and they're going to give it to him. Let's be real. No one no one wants to see OBJ be MVP. They'll find an excuse. Oh, well, who was throwing it to him? Yeah, but he had nine picks and six fumbles. Yeah, but. Uh, Demata said, what website did you bet at, Barry? I don't bet. So I'm on Bovada. 
And we had that discussion earlier in the chat. A lot of people like BetUS. I'm on Bovada. A lot of people talked about the payouts at BetUS was easier. Uh, I was a I was a pitch man for BetUS for a hot second when I was at ESPN. Uh, when I tried to sign up, it was a laborious. So I just stuck with Bovada. And I've been with them, and it works. But, you know, hey, find a bookie. Find a bookie. Doesn't matter. Don't do that. That's illegal. At least do the off, offline or the uh, online gambling. It's somewhat legal, I guess. By the way, speaking of that, uh, I saw the news not too long ago. Our fine politicians in the state of Texas are thinking are going again to put sports gambling and and uh, on the the ballot and let the people choose. So I like that. I think they should. It's about damn time. Amos said, I'd like to see OBJ win MVP. Is there a, I mean, you just an OBJ fan? I just got sick of his shit, his shenanigans. Talented, wildly talented. Amazingly talented. It's just all this bullshit that I just am like, okay, I don't want you to, I don't want you to win and succeed just because I don't, I'm sick of your bullshit. And I tell you what's going to happen. And this is going to happen. Mark my words. Mark my words. If Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl this weekend, with by 2024, he will be one of the most hated players in football. Write it down. Somebody clip it, write it down, put it in your diary, tattoo it on your tramp stamp. I don't give a shit. Make a post-it note, put it in your butt. I don't care. If Joe, because what inevitably happens is, when you have this rise to fame and likability like a Joe Burrow has, it be it, everybody wants to capitalize on it. Everybody wants to talk about it. There becomes this massive oversaturation. And then human nature takes over and you start smelling your own farts. You start, you start huffing your own boo-boo. You start feeling yourself a little too much. You start doing eccentric shit. And then people immediately turn on you when they detect that. Right now, he's... Innocent Joe Burrows. I'm just happy to be here. I just like to smoke cigars and wear crazy chains and be likable. But that shit will change. Especially if he wins the Super Bowl. Oh my God. People like rooting for the underdog. People like rooting for uh, like the Matthew Staffords of the world. His wife is his best friend. And look how bad he's been. He's been toiling in Detroit. And now he's in the Super Bowl. And this is so great. And then they can forget about Matthew Stafford. Because nobody's going to go on and on and on about it like they have Joe Burrow. Look at his mock turtleneck and his glasses and his chain. And he's cool Joe Burrow. They've given him nicknames and he's... The cigar guy and all this shit. He's not, I'm telling you, people are going to get sick of his shit real quick. Mark my words. Philip Barnard said if he wins, he'll be one of the most hated players by Monday morning. They're going to turn on him so quick. He's bingo stripes will fall off. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm thinking. It, I don't think it'll be Monday, but I'm thinking it'll be by 2024. People will be so sick of him. Think about that. Almost everybody hates Mahomes now. Most of it has to do with his wife and brother. But how you get there is immaterial. You're there. Yeah. Stuff like that, truck driver Pookie. Said innocently, meant meant to not meant to be arrogant. 
It's a fact, but yeah, stuff like that. You know, the lay the lay guy looks at that and goes, "Hey, fuck you, pal." Uh, what's up, Rudy? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up. Uh, Stafford is from Dallas. That's enough. Oh my god, total Dallas. Jesus. Oh my God! You can't you can't have a conversation with you without bringing up Dallas. God, jeez, oh. Dandy Dan said, "Mahomes helped me win fantasy one year. I'll always love him." That's a weird. That's weird. That's super weird. Uh, Sean said, "That's what I've been saying. The media is starting to make it hard to root for him already." Already, and he only has one full year in the in the league. He's good though, but yeah, they're gonna make it to where you're just like, okay, enough. He's gonna start doing commercials, and you're, he's gonna be doing State Farm commercials. They're gonna be like Patrick, who? <laughs> Mark my words. Uh, all right, let's see. So this was a fun little article that came out. It was on the athletic in their morning email that I get from them. Damn, my nose is so stopped up. Uh, Jen said, first squares board is full. Second squares board has 70 available. All right, dope. If you want to get it on the squares again, we don't make any money. This is all for you guys to have fun and have some, some scratch on the game. Maybe you don't like wagering. Maybe you don't, but you want to throw 10 bucks and get a couple of numbers. It's all done randomly. There's no, you just, you pick your spot on the board. Jen will say go and it'll randomize and throw out numbers and what you get, what you get. If you don't know how squares work, ask me, ask Jen, we'll explain it to you. Five bucks each. You can win $125 per quarter. All you have to do to get entered is email Jen at Barry That's Jen at Barry You get in, she'll, you send her an email and say, Hey, I want in. How do I do this? She's going to tell you how to pay. She's going to tell you other rules. She's going to get you signed up. She's going to get you. Sent all the information you need, and you just pick your squares, and you'll have it on your phone. You don't even have to print it out. You can just watch the game and go, okay, my numbers are seven and zero. I'm in good shape. <laughs> just said, don't ask me. I'm sick of explaining shit. Let me tell you what. I have basically copied and pasted a message, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but there are some prevalent and prominent people in my life that don't know how squares work. How old are you? I've never done squares. You're 43. How have you never done squares? No, truck driver Pookie, do not DM her email, email, email. She's using her inbox as the way to keep it organized. I said what I said. Do not DM Jen. Email her. Follow directions. Pookie. But yeah, I'm with you. I've had to explain how squares work to so many people. I'm like, how long? What are you new? First week on the planet? How do you not know how? And some of these people, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to name names and you guys will never guess. Some of the people that don't know how these squares work are in sports talk radio or sports talk. Sports media. 
You, how, how? I, I don't get it. I absolutely don't get it. Uh, what's up to everybody on Pop Bean, Jared Taylor, Titan Hugo, Chris Reyes, three people over there listening. Eric Resendez was over there earlier. He's since bailed. But what's up to you three? I see you over there. I acknowledge your existence. I mean, I'm not reading your chat messages, but I acknowledge that you're there and I appreciate you being there. Thank you so much for tuning in. No, not Josh Ennis. I have so many jokes I want to make right now, but I'm not going to do it because I'm a professional. Uh, I still don't like that guy. Uh, Rob said, stop square shaming, Barry. I'm not square shaming. I'm think I'm knowledge shaming. I'm adult. I'm sports fan shaming. Like, how the fuck do you not know how, excuse my language, know how squares work? Makes no sense. Rob, are you in, by the way? Are you, are you, did you get your squares? Huh, buddy? And by the way, Rob, uh, can we all, can we all give it up for Rob? Rob, appreciate you sending over the recipe. We, I don't know if you were here for it, but we certainly did. Here was the slide I made. We certainly did feature it. Uh, I'll be putting it on the Instagrams and uh, all that too. So, uh, but just wanted to say thank you again for sending that over for our peeps. For our peeps. No, it's not a Philly fan. No, it's not. Uh, Walsh and I had never heard of squares until last year. We always called it a football pool. Okay, well you 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 did it wrong. You heard wrong. <laughs> Rob Tony was giving you shit like, what does Rob think we're all made of money going out and buying chickens? Chickens are expensive. Uh, uh I. Sean said, I didn't know until last week. I had to watch a YouTube video. Jesus Christ, Sean. Are you serious? Sean, how old are you? Sean, how old are you? How, how, if you're above the age of 25, how do you not know how squares work? Sean's not 12, TDP. How do you not know? I mean, I get it if you're not a sports fan. Like, my 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 little sister was like, I don't know what that is, but I'll get in. Because I was like, hey, you want you want some squares? I don't know what that is, but I'll, I'll do Yeah, what is it? I was like, well, you get two numbers, and it's all random, and that those two numbers are the last two digits, and the score for each team, the respective team, and you did the whole, I gave her some examples. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. That's cool. Sean, you're 40. Who the fuck is that guy? You're 40 years old and you didn't know how squares work, Sean? Really? Wow. That's uh, that's impressive to me. Uh, all right, this is a fun exercise. Let's do this. So the Athletics sent out an email. And they talked about the fact that the Omaha Productions, which is Peyton Manning's production company, who is the one, the brains, I guess, behind Manning, the Manning sidecast on Monday Night Football with Eli and Peyton Manning. Uh, that production company, Omaha Productions, is looking to expand the Manningverse into more than just Monday Night Football. Now, pay attention, chat. This is a chat participation story here. <sighs> yeah, Donald wants to know, is that the same Sean that doesn't like baseball? I believe it is. It's the same idiot. 
funny TV. Uh, so they're looking at expanding into other sports. And then the athletic had a fun exercise of, okay, well, I mean, the Mannings aren't obviously going to do an NBA sidecast or anything else. So they wanted to go through and they said, like, all right, who would we get like the Mannings that would make sidecasts of other sports interesting? Which I thought that's really good. Knowing ESPN, though, they would screw this up if you let them do it, right? Like, for example, college football. You know ESPN would be like, well, let's get Tebow and no. 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 You need somebody funny with a personality that's going to say outlandish shit or do outlandish things. I don't need Stephen A. Smith screaming at me. I don't need Tim Tebow trying to make everybody happy. I need two dudes that are likable, or chicks, sorry, that are likable, know their shit, and are funny and just awkward enough not to be so polished that it feels like a show. So Total Dallas says Michael Irvin and Dion. Oh, I could not listen to that. Are you kidding me? Holy shit, I would tune out of that so fast. I don't want to hear that. Not for college football. So here's some of the ones I thought we would do. Demont said Snoop and Martha Stewart. We could we can do college football. Uh you can give me your duo for NBA. Like a Manning cast style NBA, which I think Barkley's on there, right? I mean, we gotta go Barkley NBA. Uh MLB. UFC, and then the Athletic had golf on there, but (laughs) it's golf. They threw out David Flaherty and Phil Mickelson, which I think I'd be okay with because I like both of those guys. They're both funny, and they both know their shit, so I think golf, they solved it. David Flaherty and I said Flaherty. David Flaherty and Phil Mickelson. That's a good duo. That's a good Manning sidecast for golf. Now, the UFC one was pretty obvious to me. And they they said it too, but there was as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, it's gotta be the Diaz brothers. I mean, there's just no doubt. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> no, Tony. Not Faber and Matt Hughes. Uh no. No. Um, <clears throat> not a COVID call. Wouldn't it be jacked up if they got the dude that's deaf though? Uh, who, which one is the deaf guy? It's not Matt Hughes, is it? Matt Hamill. That'd be, that'd be so messed up. They get like Anderson Silva and Matt Hamill and you're like, what? 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 It's definitely not going to be Rogan. I think the Diaz brothers is a great choice for the UFC. And I think Faraday and Mickelson is a great choice for golf. My MLB, sorry, Sean, uh, and chat, chime in for your NBA, your college, and your uh, MLB. Oh, that's a pretty good combo there, Total Dallas. Ice Cube and Barkley, that wouldn't be bad. But see, Ice Cube doesn't know the game. That's the beautiful thing. And what's so difficult about what the Manning brothers do is that they're both funny. 
They're both likable. They're both interesting, but they are both very intelligent when it comes to the sport. So you have to have that. Sutton and Vanderlei Silva for the UFC. I don't know, thanks. I, I don't need to struggle to understand Vanderlei Silva while he talks. No, thank you. Barkley and Shaq will be perfect for the NBA, and I tend to agree with you, Joe Pro. That's the easy choice, but it really seems like that's the most logical. Because they know the game. They're going to talk the game. They're going to break it down. They're going to say outlandish stuff. They're going to say mean stuff. Like, that seems to be the most logical. Um... Oh, well, what was to pair Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau? Now that would be, that might be the most interesting duo. I don't think it would be the most fun, but boy, oh boy. Uh, and then Total Dallas said, tennis, you could shut the fuck up. No one's watching tennis, Total Dallas. Stop it. Stop it. Get out of here. Scram, beat it, kid. MLB, you got a whole cast of characters, right? MLB, you've got... um. A lot, I, I, for me, one guy that I think would be great at this and, and have a good time doing it, knows his stuff, already has done um, some of it, but John Crook. John, if you're going to do a Manning cast style MLB sidecast or simulcast of a baseball game where you're talking and telling stories and being personable and likable, it's got to be John Crook. Now, Clarence said Big Poppy, and again, I'm going to put him in the, in the, I love Big Poppy. I do. It's just hard to understand him sometimes. But I, I, I recognize his skills and abilities. Um, I think, yeah, you know what? You might be right, Clarence. John Crook and Big Poppy doing a Manning-style sidecast of an MLB game. I might be actually really good. Yeah, I think that would be good. College football. Are there any characters? I almost feel like college football, you got to go and get NFL guys. Obviously, we're prominent in college football. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't know. From I really don't want like Dion. Uh, I can't think of anybody for college. Who you got, chat? Who, 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 who would you have for college? So we solved NBA. That's Barkley and Shaq. UFC is the Diaz brothers. Faraday and Mickelson for golf. Crook and Big Poppy for MLB. So we just need to figure out college football. Oh, my God. That would be awful. Awful. Rose, Bonds, and Clemens for baseball? What? God, no, thank you. The only thing bigger than Bonds' head is his ego, and all three of them would be. Trust me, I've met Pete Rose. You don't want to hear him talk baseball as a Manning sidecast. No. Uh, Sean said I might actually watch baseball then. Shut up, Sean. It's the greatest sport on the planet. I thought that was a fun exercise, though. Uh, I'd be interested to see. Yeah, college is hard, Clarence. I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who that would be. Hey, somebody find us somebody to raid. We're gonna bounce out in about ten minutes, so we're gonna need to raid somebody. So uh, let me see. I know uh, Tooth Pete was on for a minute, but he's. I think he's done. 
And I think when I get off, he's going to be uh, also done. So let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't see anybody on the Twitch sports thing that I would want to raid. I don't know none of these people. Oh no, no, a lot of most of the people that are on during the day right now are all Twitch streamers overseas and at night. Oh, my bad. Truck driver Pookie had a hashtag lawn talk question and I didn't get to it. Uh, truck driver Pookie said no more Dan's. Uh, no, I just need to get back with them. I think David is actually getting in the uh, squares pool. So yeah, no, we're on, we're on good terms. I just gotta I just gotta get them a new proposal and everything. Their their contract was up in December. And then I just gave them January just because. Uh, Lawn Talk, when is grass supposed to start turning back green? I got a green patch that just started growing in this week. It's a it's a hula hoop sized patch growing. Are you sure it's grass and not weeds? Also, this weather is so crazy. Your grass isn't the whole yard isn't going to green up until March, mid to late March. So you got about another month, month and a half, maybe. But it'll start greening up here pretty soon. Uh, until then, I wouldn't worry about it. My lawnmower has been up. My weed eater has been up. I haven't busted it out for no reason. No reason to right now. Enjoy the the time off is how I look at it. So, uh, But, yeah, your lawn will green up in the next month. In fact, I can pull up the schedule. By the way, I highly recommend if you're not using it, go find Randy Lemon's fertilization schedule and follow it. But uh, we are due for a... A quick green up if you're into that sort of thing on March 5th. So you'll put out a fast acting fertilizer, which is a 15-5-10 in the formula. And it'll add a lot of iron to your grass and it'll green it up really quick. That's the key, by the way. For those of you that don't know, the key to to green grass quickly is iron. Now, it can have some adverse effects on your grass. But if you're just like, if you notice that your grass is always yellowish, Add some iron to your routine, and it'll help with the greenness. Okay. Uh, clear all. I sure. Yes. What the hell's view all? No, we're not rating ESPN 97.5. No. Over my cold-ass dead body would I rate ESPN 97.5, Clarence cold ass dead body even then i might have to haunt you if some if i died and then someone was like ah oh, i'll do it one of the mods if matt was like oh god i've i would fucking haunt matt and it has nothing to do with joel or jeremy i'm not rating the station that fired me and blackballed me from their airwaves i'm not doing it i'll rate jerry bow we can definitely raid Jerry Bow, but no, you guys don't. You, I mean, you guys do understand. Like I've been told, I'm never allowed on the ESPN airwaves ever again, Monday through Friday. I mean, Jerome puts me on, but I'm not raiding them. I mean, you guys are more than welcome to go watch them on your own, but I'm definitely not doing that. You're not going to get me to raid. I wish Josh or somebody was on. Uh we'll do Jerry Bow. What is Jerry Bow's channel? Yeah, we'll raid Jerry Bow. We'll raid Jerry Bow at one. I'll I'll, uh, I'll make sure we're on. At, I'll stay on a few extra minutes so that we can raid him. That'll be dope. You can't hurt Matt P. He has no soul. Okay. No. Scooty boy. 
I'm definitely not. There's only one other channel I wouldn't raid more than ESPN, and it would be Josh Ennis's channel. Is he even on right now? Or is he? Oh, he's doing his Q Morning Zoo. <laughs> wacky, wacky. <laughs> Morning show. Uh, tomb Raid, Tomb Raid, Tomb Raid. I don't know what that is. Fidel said you can't haunt Maddie as So there you go. Okay, yeah, we're going to raid Jerry, Joel. That's a good, good idea, you guys. We'll raid Jerry at 1 p.m. How long is this show? Is it 1 to... One to three. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll uh, we'll get that done. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? What's up to that guy over on Podbean listening live, man? Appreciate you joining the program. We're about to wrap it up here pretty soon. Uh, but thanks for joining in over there, that guy. Welcome to the Barry on Deck fam. Good to have you. Um, anything else interesting? Oh, the Hall of Fame. Sh- shout out to. Yeah, I forgot to I forgot to set it up, man. I haven't done it yet. I, just, <laughs> I saw your post and then I I didn't set it up yet. It's on me. I gotta be a better. Oh, I I have it on my to do list. I just didn't get to it yet. I'm not adding it again. Uh oh, shit! Thank you, Philip. I didn't see it come through. Philip said, "Have a good weekend." Uh, all Barry sent you five dollar Friday on Venmo. Getting into OKC, so I'm out, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah, I totally missed it, Philip. Oh, I missed uh, truck driver Pookie sent in a five dollar Friday. He said, "Are you having Barry on deck on Valentine's Day? It's my birthday, and I want a birthday roast." Okay, yeah, for sure. We're definitely doing a show on Monday, hundred percent, and I will roast your stupid ass. Don't worry, big dumb idiot. Uh, Joe Pro, thank you for the $5.75 Friday. He said inflation is a bitch. And then uh, Philip Bernard said in a $5 Friday. He said $5 Friday headed to OKC. Travel safe, homie. Travel safe. Be good out there. Y'all be careful. I think that's it. Uh, yep, 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 yep. All right, cool. So, Andre Johnson didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Who made it? Dick Vermeil and who are all the names? I think I'll pull this shit up on ESPN. Let's see here. ESPN. Dick Vermicelli. That was the name. Uh, Damn it. Why can't I find the link? You know, usually you get to ESPN and you just, it's all the shit you don't want. Uh, Rogers wins second straight MVP cup gets offensive player of the year. We talked about that. There we go. Vermeil, Tony Baselli. I don't know how that's a thing. Uh, defensive end Richard Seymour headline the pro football hall of fame class of 2022. Here's the full list. Tackle Tony Baselli, safety Leroy, uh, Leroy Butler, linebacker, Sam Mills, defensive tackle, defensive end Richard Seymour, defensive tackle, Bryant Young are the modern era and shrinees. Wide receiver Cliff Branch, who was the seniors finalist, former NFL director of officiating Art McNally was a contributor finalist, and former Rams, Eagles, and Chiefs coach Dick Vermeil were all selected for enshrinement. Notable first-year eligible candidates who will need to wait another year include linebacker DeMarcus Ware, wide receiver Andre Johnson, and punt kick returner Devin Hester. Boy, I saw a highlight the other day of Devin Hester, and I was like, that dude was nasty. Devin Hester was nasty back in the day. Um, but I don't think Andre Johnson was going to be considered a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
Just don't think so. He was one of the most dominant receivers for a long time in his era. The knock has always been he didn't have a, a ton of touchdown receptions, no Super Bowls, none of that. But you got to remember, he played with some of the worst quarterbacks in franchise history, except for Matt Schaub's little run there. I don't hold that against Andre Johnson at all. Andre Johnson paired up with a capable quarterback for the bulk of his career. His numbers would be even better than what they were. So I I hope that he gets in. He didn't make it first time, and that's okay. I don't DeMarcus Ware, it's whatevs. But of those three, Andre Johnson has to be the first in. Of those three that were first time first year eligible, but that didn't make it. Now, when Tom Brady's first year eligible, he's in. It's no doubt. No questions. It should be unanimous. Uh, but yeah, sucks for rare. For rare, for where? Joe Burrow said Hester was a bad, bad man. Not surprised Dre didn't go in first year. Yeah, me either. You know, Dre always competed with Calvin Johnson, and I think everybody around the league at least felt like Calvin Johnson was slightly better than Andre Johnson. But Calvin Johnson also had Matthew Stafford throw into him, and I would take Matthew Stafford over Matt Schaub and David Carr any day of the week. <laughs> Uh, Wallace said, I see uh, Hester as a Hall of Famer over AJ. Okay. Again, you know, Andre Johnson, nobody wanted to guard that dude one-on-one, but I think he's a product of, I just had like a huge hot flash, by the way. My arms and shit are sweaty. My estrogen levels are up. But I, so I, I certainly don't think it's a dumb take, Walt, but I, I I do think Andre Johnson belongs in the Hall of Fame. There were, you know, there was a stretch there where there was nobody better. There was maybe somebody as good, but there was certainly nobody better in the NFL than Andre Johnson. He quietly went about what he did here in Houston, you know, relegated to a half-ass franchise. You put Andre Johnson other places, and his numbers are off the charts. So. <laughs> Justin Swimmer said, Walt, you watch your damn mouth. Uh, Scooty Boy said, dumbass Pac-Man said he was better than Hester at returning recently on a pocket. No. No. No, no. Nope. <sighs> Heartthrob sending your pick to roast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll roast you guys. Yeah, send your picks in. I was like, picks for Super Bowl? But yeah, send me your picks. I'm going to roast y'all. Hester was so fun to watch and a fantasy killer. That's a good point, too. Wall said, so is Jerry Rice a product of his quarterbacks? Yeah. I mean, Jerry Rice is greatest receiver of, of all time, but... You think Jerry Rice's numbers are as good as they are with Matt Schaub throwing him the ball versus Joe Montana? Really? Also, let's take into account the offense. Kubiak's Tristan Comedy, thank you for the follow. I mean, Kubiak's offense favored tight ends over everything. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Bootleg, tight end, corner route, touchdown. I mean, the West Coast offense was designed to get yards and, and get guys like Jerry Rice the ball. It was it was tailor-made for a guy like Jerry Rice. 
Andre Johnson was out running skinny post routes in a bootleg offense across the middle when he had no business doing that. So I disagree. Yes. Yes. Is Jerry Rice the greatest receiver of all time? Yes. Would his numbers would have been ridiculous and he'd still be the greatest receiver of all time no matter who threw to him? Yes. But did having Joe Montana and that system benefit him? Absolutely. Absolutely. TTV Peppered said, would you talk about F1? I don't watch F1. I don't know what you want to. I mean, people in the chat love F1 TTV. I have said, though, TTV, just so we're clear, I said I'm going to try to get into F1 this season. I know that the season starts March 20th. I'll probably try to watch it. It's not going to be appointment watching for me, but if you want it right now, I did a story on Hamilton the other day, and we just talked about the fact that he's finally posting on Instagram again, and everybody feels like he's going to come back, and they were worried that he wouldn't, so I, I think he's going to come back. I think he knows what butters his bread, and he'll be back. That's that's about all you're getting out of me right now. Um D-Mata said Andre should be uh, let in just because of what he did for the foster kids with the shopping sprees at Toys R Us. Yeah, that's called the Walter Payton Award. That ain't going to get you in the Hall of Fame. Gronk has the best argument of not being a product of his QB. Uh, no. No. I disagree with that, too. Oh. Oh. TTV Pepper, thank you for the follow. <laughs> Much appreciated. Uh, Walt said, my point is you can't jump a guy's career up or down because of his teammates. The career numbers are the numbers. Yeah, but you take that into account, Walt. Walt, if Jerry Rice was a Jet and, and Mark Sanchez was his quarterback, Jerry Rice is still going in the Hall of Fame just because he's Jerry freaking Rice. But he doesn't have the same career that he does in the West Coast offense with Joe Montana. So, but I mean, I understand your point. I, I get what you're saying. You can't penalize one without penalizing the other. It's called context. Okay. Gronk has always had Brady. Uh, all right, it's 12.58. Let's get ready to raid. Let's do this. We're out of here. Thank you to all the new followers. Welcome to uh, the Deckhead community, man. Appreciate you guys for bouncing in. Thanks for being here. Hope you guys had a uh, fun show. I know I did. Hope you guys make all the recipes that we featured for the Super Bowl. Should be good there. Get in on the squares one last time. If you haven't gotten in yet, make sure you email Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. She's going to get you in on the squares. What the hell? There it is right there. Oh, get you all set up. Okay. We'll rerun. Killian Music, thank you. Great show. I will stick for the raid. Dopeness, man. Thank you, Killian. Much appreciated. Welcome to the fold. Welcome to the community. Uh, get those squares in. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. I, I cut over again. The musical stuff. Enjoy the game. Go football team. Now I've got money on the Rams. I will see you guys Monday, man. We got a lot to talk about on Monday. We got birthdays. It's Valentine's Day. My mom's going to join me and make it weird. Don't forget to watch the TV show Saturday, 10 p.m. CW39. He's the sports show. About to go film that. Make sure you tune in. And that's it. Let's raid Jerry Bow. Did we ever get the... 
Can somebody give me the Jerry Bow name of the show? Where is it? Where's Jerry Bow's show name? Missed it. Somebody repost it for her. Please, please, please. Please. Uh, and while we do that. So, no, there's probably not going to be a sports ride, I don't think. I don't know what we talked about. I don't know if we're going to do one or not. I know I might be joining Kyle King for his pregame show. And then uh, my sidecast of the Super Bowl will start. Thank you, Alan Denson. Uh, my sidecast for the Super Bowl is going to start at 5 p.m. Kyle King's going to do a pregame and a postgame. We'll probably rate him after the Super Bowl. We bet ATS. There we go. All right. Enjoy Jerry Bow. I'll see you guys on uh, Sunday during the game. Come hang out with me. Till then, have a great weekend. Love you, boo-boos. Go, 22 with the raid, 24, 26, let's go. Later, guys.